a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Bang. This is Live Mike. Mike. With Lee Lonsberry. From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Utah Earthquake, one year later. Whoa, you feel it? That was intense. That was a deep voice. That voice could shake the ground. See what I did there? A year ago. A year ago. Can you believe it? It was only a, a few days since I had been uh, kicked out of the building uh, for uh, you know the COVID mitigation efforts here at KSL. I broadcasting remotely for a while, and then uh, I it was just after seven o'clock. Uh, I was starting to get up and around and ready for the day, and I thought that maybe I don't know. I thought anyway, the building started shaking, right? My apartment building started shaking like crazy. Uh, I had a drink in hand. It spilled all over the place. Those stains are still on the wall, a daily reminder uh, of <laughs> of the trauma of the day. But it was a scary thing. It was a very, very scary thing. The power went out, had to get creative about how we were going to pull off a broadcast and all. And ultimately, we ended up getting back together here in the building and... I'll play some of this audio later, but uh, during during the the live mic episode of that day a year ago, there was there. Well, first off, you remember after the big one of seven oh nine that that morning just a year ago, after the big actual earthquake centered in Magna, there were aftershocks, the significant aftershocks, and the smart folks from California who have experienced earthquakes before, they were warning all the rest of us Utahns that hey, listen, there's more coming. And shoot, they were right. Uh, And I'll play some of that audio for you as one of them shook the building, shook the state uh, while while I was broadcasting on the air, having a conversation with Rocky Mountain Power, getting an assessment of how things were looking in terms of electricity uh, across the state and right in the middle of that. And and I'll play what it sounded like, at least as I was having that conversation with Spencer Hall, then uh, working for Rocky Mountain Power uh, and and myself. It was startling. I, I remember the moment. And it doesn't feel like it was a whole year ago. It feels uh, just like yesterday. Uh, anyway, enough of my story. You have throughout the morning been reminded of what things sounded like right here on the air on KSL News Radio. Uh, Tim spoke, uh, Tim Hughes this morning spoke at great length about uh, what happened and uh, the decisions that he made and how at, at, at the first moment, the the word was to get out of the building. There is danger here. Get out uh, and make your way to safety. Uh, there were shouts from uh, some manager types out in the newsroom saying, "Get out! Get out! Get out!" And so it was that uh, that for a moment there, uh, you heard nothing but the traffic sounder, and it was all silent here on KSL News Radio uh, until, as you as you've heard, Tim uh, came back onto the air. Now. What you may not have heard is that uh, here in this radio business, it uh, it takes two to tango. There's a voice here, and then uh, silently uh, behind the scenes, there is always someone pushing the buttons. And uh, on that day, the button pusher was uh, Gustavo. Uh, <laughs> Gustavo, who joins us often here on the program, tells us all kinds of great stories. A story he has yet to tell, though, is uh, how things went for him one year ago uh, this morning, 7.09. Gustavo, 
What was I, it like? What was it like that morning? Uh, it wasn't scary at at first. It took me a while to to uh, realize it was an earthquake because often here on 300 West, there's rigs or big trucks that that uh, go by. So and they shake the the yeah the building, the studio here. So it's so the 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 studio starts shaking, and I look outside, but I can't see anything because it's really dark. Yeah. I'm like, oh, probably it's a rig. So then, then I start hearing the the screams. Get it's an it's an earthquake. Get out, get out, get out of the building. And I look and turn at Tim, and Tim is just giving me this look of what is going on. And we're just staring at each other. And it, it took me a minute to to get off my chair and 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 leave. Um. And you ended, you ended up outside, just I outside here outside. on Third yeah, North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all gathered together with the rest of the newsroom, which was right. evacuated. Right, right. But we're a radio station, and we got to be broadcasting. And there are no broadcasters right. or smart folks right. like you pushing the buttons in here to do something about it. What did Tim say? So, so when we left, I left the traffic sounder sure uh, going, and that played for t- uh, more than two minutes. And then you know we're outside. Tim realizes, you know what? Someone needs to be on the air. Someone needs to uh, 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 get folks, you know, the information they yeah. need. And so he just tells, I think he tells uh, one of the uh, producers, hey, you sure. know what? I got to go. I got to go back in. No matter what, if it's still shaking, I still got to go. And then, well, you know, Tim needs his uh, board off. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hey, Tim, I'm right behind you. So we ran. Uh, at first, the security guards, you know, were iffy. They didn't mm-hmm. want us uh, let But them. you overpowered them, threw them to the right, ground, and right, charged on right, in. Right, right, nobly, of yeah, course. You know, I told them, hey, my guy <laughs> needs to go back on the air. <laughs> exactly so, right. Yeah, yeah. And so and so you, you came back in, and you resumed your, your duties as board operator. Yeah. How'd you feel right then? Uh. You know, I wasn't even. I, I wasn't scared. I didn't. I didn't know what I was feeling. I I didn't have any feelings. I, I just, I just knew Tim needed to be on the air. I needed to uh, uh, man the board, get the callers on that he needed. He, just, I just needed to do whatever he 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 needed. Outstanding. Uh, in your in your radio career thus far, you ever experienced anything like that? No. No, and that was the first earthquake since uh, me living in L.A. Uh, ah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, me living in L.A., I, I experienced some, but it, they, they weren't that that big. So, And then when I moved here, people would say, oh, there's a big one coming, there's a big one coming, but I never experienced one as big as yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, I admire you, and I know that everyone else here on that day that the story – uh, is about uh, you know Tim Hughes marching in here nobly getting back on the air, uh, but we all know and, and hopefully now listeners understand that uh, like I said it takes two to tango and uh, you uh, backing things up pushing the buttons making sure that we were technically on the air as he broadcasted his voice and the information to folks listening. Uh, thank you, thank, thank you for doing that thank and thank you for uh, pushing the buttons keeping <laughs> the ship running uh, as I ramble on here for these few hours <laughs> every every afternoon. Uh, no problem. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a. a break right now when we return uh as you remember it was a wild day if you were listening here we uh learned that there was uh some challenges maybe some hazmat issues uh at kennecott and elsewhere the power was uh, was on and off 
uh, plus much more. And we learned a lot right in uh, the heat of the ground shaking beneath us. We're going to get back into uh, some of that, rewalk through uh, much of what we experienced. And uh, I'll tell you what, why don't you share with me your thoughts? 575-00, the Utah Community Credit Union text line now, a year later. What do you remember about that day? Uh, we'll share those with you next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Lee Lonsberry. Utah earthquake one year later. Hey, welcome back. 151 is the time. We're continuing uh, to look back on what we learned and what we experienced last year, a year ago today, that the ground shook beneath us. Uh, you heard before the commercial break uh, speaking with uh, Gustavo. Uh, with Gustavo, whose uh, responsibilities here uh, at KSL News Radio, he's an uh, associate producer as well as a, a board operator. Meaning that when uh, w- when you hear someone speaking on the radio, uh, at every moment know that there is another individual. Uh, right now, it's Jessica. We'll wave over at Jessica. How you doing? Uh, who is making sure that technically everything is working out? That the microphones are on. That the levels are good. That we're able to broadcast with a strong frequency out there. And when when guests call in, they're connected on the line uh technically uh it's a it's a it's a challenging and uh it's a challenging operation that requires much skill and and we heard from gustavo who uh you know was had an experience of his own when the ground shook last year he told his story of uh you know everyone being instructed to to leave the building and then ultimately coming back, getting uh, KSL News Radio back up and broadcasting, delivering on that day for the duration, uh, the information that was, uh, you know, so needed and crucial. Uh, a texter points out that uh, leaving the building is the worst advice that you could give during an earthquake. I don't know if it's the worst advice, but uh, it is not uh, advised. Okay, and and since that earthquake of last year, uh, we have, you know, through the great shakeout and uh, and another. You know, sources of of advice and guidance when it comes to earthquake safety. We have learned much. I'll, I'll be honest. I when when the when my apartment started shaking and it was it was me and little baby Piper and uh, my wife. We were together. I didn't really know what to do. I thought, is this? Do we get in the door jam now? Do we climb into the bathtub? What uh, what, what do we do? My my wife though, who did some growing up in California. Uh, I guess we do have. Uh, something to be thankful for when it comes to Californians. Um, she said, "No, you, the the important thing right now is to uh, you know keep uh, ourselves safe from every, anything falling from above." And so we've got some uh, some like countertops, and we, we had some things that we could cl- kind of climb underneath, and uh, and that's where where she kept us safe for that. Anyway, uh, what I'm getting at here is that today on this one year anniversary, fine opportunity to walk through here real briefly uh, what are the the safety things. Well, what should we know and do? And if you make your way to uh, the USGS.gov website, the United States Geological Surveys, uh, it shares there uh, much of the same information that you'll find uh, there at the, at the ShakeOut website. And it is, uh, number one, stay indoors. If you are indoors, stay there. Get under a desk or table and hang on to it. And the, the quick uh, three-word summary of what to do is drop, cover, and hold on. Drop, cover, and hold on. So again, if you're indoors, stay there, get under a desk or table, and hang on to it, or move into a hallway or against an inside wall. Stay clear of windows, fireplaces, and heavy furniture or appliance. 
Uh, get out of the kitchen, which is a dangerous place. Things can fall on you. Don't run downstairs or rush outside while the building is shaking or while there is danger of falling and, and hurting yourself or being hit by falling glass or debris. Now, if you're outside, if you are outside, get into the open, away from buildings, power lines, chimneys, and anything else that might uh, fall on you. Now, what if you're driving? If you're driving, stop, but carefully. Move your car as far out of traffic as possible. Don't stop under a bridge or overpass or under trees. Uh, Don't stop under light posts, power lines, or signs. Stay inside your car until the shaking stops. And when you resume driving, watch for breaks in the pavement, fallen rocks and bumps in the road uh, at uh, bridge approaches. If you are in a mountainous area, watch out for falling rocks, landslides, trees, and other debris that could be loosened by the, by, by the quakes. Now, the USGS does put out uh, some tips if you are near the ocean. Uh, now, there's not a lot of oceanfront property in, in Utah. I, I haven't explored every corner. I don't think there's... I don't think there's much Utah coast, uh, but let's say you're traveling this day. <laughs> if you are near the ocean, uh, you should see uh, and follow tsunami uh, warning uh, guidances, and that is available at at NOAA. Uh, a long list of safety rules there. Um, you know, <laughs> same type of stuff uh, you would face during a, a, a tsunami. Anyway, not a huge risk of that here in Utah, so we'll focus on the land-based safety precautions. <laughs> Uh, anyway, a year ago, a year ago today, I want to play for you something kind of funny. Um, uh, this time, one year ago, uh, at 7.09, when the ground started shaking, the power went out. And uh, and when it did, you know, obviously, all of our minds go to, hey, what are those folks over at Rocky Mountain Power doing for us? And so uh, later, later in the broadcast, when it was my turn behind the microphone, uh, it called out to our friend Spencer Hall, who then at the time was uh, representing Rocky Mountain Power, and he and I had a conversation. And I'm going to play it for you. Play a, an excerpt from this conversation. In the middle of it, you'll hear things get a little bit awkward. It's because uh, it was at this time, uh, just after one o'clock, that one of the massive aftershocks hit. Uh, you'll hear our reactions to it here. Well, the folks who were without power, uh, you know, certainly thinking about. Um, we should all have a plan for when the power goes out. That's the most important thing. And be ready if, if, if it's uh, cold weather. Oh, my goodness, we just had another one right there, didn't we? I, I felt it just wow. now. Uh, the, the studio wow. right now is swaying back and forth. Wow. Uh, the the wow. videos, video monitors are back and forth. I felt that. Uh, we're doing what we can, wow. man. You're, yeah, yeah, you're that, hearing this right now. Awesome. Shoot. <laughs> but, um, yeah, folks just need to make sure if you see a down power line, you stay away from it. For what it's worth, that was episode 66. So in my uh, short career as a host, I had already by that point covered an impeachment and an earthquake live on the air. Not so bad for day 66. Uh, I'm joined in studio by Kira Hoffelmeyer, who has some breaking news to uh, deliver to us. Kira, what, uh, what, what are you seeing? Lee, we just got a statement from the Utah Department of Health, as well as the Office of the Medical Examiner. They've been looking into some deaths lately that uh, came after some of these folks got a coronavirus vaccine. So the Office of the medical examiner is saying that they have found that none of these deaths are related to the vaccine. They can't release any more information at this point because it's protected under some of the um, health privacy laws. And so it depends on the family of releasing further information. But at this point, they say that their office has determined there's been no deaths caused by the COVID-19 vaccine to date in Utah. Outstanding. Uh, Kira, thank you for that. We had seen uh, covered relatively recently 
uh, the death of a relatively young woman. Uh, and, I, and I believe, I'm going to have to brush up on the details. I'll share those with you coming back. Uh, but I believe in, in northern Utah who uh, lost her life not long after receiving the vaccine. That story made national headlines. And the update today is that uh, that none of the uh, deaths which have come subsequent to uh, vaccines here in the state of Utah were related Uh, to the vaccine. Uh, Encouraging news for those on the fence about the vaccine. Quick break, back with more on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.